Welcome back to another episode of Turn Your Head and... (coughs) 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 Goff. Turn your head and goff. The preeminent podcast for all things Los Angeles Rams. As always, I'm joined by my dad. Dad, how are you? Hey, Bon Natalia. How's it going? Merry Christmas. Happy mm. uh happy holidays. How are you, mm. son? How are things in Portland area? Uh <clears throat> I'm I'm doing well. I've almost done with all of my work for the year, so I, if all goes as planned, I'll be able to truly shut it down for a little over a week. Uh it appears that there's going to be a snowstorm happening next week uh, which is not good because the entire city shuts down uh, when it snows so good thing i like being at home by myself well go out there and get some of that milk and bread and whatever else you need i already did that okay i already did that What, what, what you know what are your christmas plans dad uh well i really don't have any i'm just hoping to get through the holidays uh Get through Christmas. You know, it's going to be a a sweltering 72, the forecast is, for Christmas Day here. Mm. So that's uh, that's like, whoa, quite... uh, Seems uh, unseasonably warm. Very much so. So uh, no no real plans. Just want to get through the year surviving. Uh, You know, I've got a little bit of some work stuff to do. We have a new... uh, team member and i'm trying to get him up to speed so uh we'll see how it goes just kind of playing it one day at a time playing it by ear uh, a new team member huh yeah yeah which is zero this point zero so yeah just usually expa- always is good yeah we're expanding the program we want to expand it a little bit more so there uh, you go i got it yeah got it uh Speaking of expanding, what about the uh, Detroit Lions? Two wins, oh, a, another win for for uh, the show's it? namesake, uh, Jared uh, Goff, coming through uh, big way, and and big and who win. Bet, and who better to to beat the Cardinals than Jared Goff? I think he must own them. He's like seven or eight and one against them now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. The, Ra- the the Rams really needed that one. This is uh that that's making the division uh uh it's it the division is now in range. It, it's it's up in the air. Uh there you go. The con- the conference is up for grabs, dad. The conference. That's right. The Rams are only the Rams are only one game behind. 10 and 4. Yeah, well Green Bay has that tiebreaker. Ah, that's right. Yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but you're right. Aren't it they, is ch- up aren't for they changing the playoffs this year? It was like some wacky thing where like everyone plays on wild card weekend except for one team. Yeah, I think it's That's the number so the, the number one seed. Uh, so dumb sits it out. So, eh. how stupid? Well, whatever. That's okay. It's dumb. Well, it's dumb. It's been that way for years. Uh, no, because the top two seeds well, will get the bye. Right, but now we went to uh, an extra team in the playoffs. Uh-huh. So we expanded it there. So there you go. We. Roger did that. The, I the, didn't do the, that. The, you're right. The league expanded expanded the playoff season. So. We. Stop it. 
Yeah, Weird. yeah, I know. That was a bad choice of uh, uh, of a word. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to the Detroit Lions for winning game number two, and extra congratulations for beating the Cardinals because it's making uh, it's making the NFC West a little bit more interesting. Well, isn't it? It's right. Each ten and four uh, tied mm-hmm. according to the record, but it obviously, uh, what I think they they would get the uh they they would win the division just simply because of their uh, divisional well, yeah the, the ram the, it's all about it's all about the uh, number of losses because mm-hmm. even if the rams beat the 49ers the cardinals are done i mean they're f- what are they four and two in the division this year and the, no, I, know, the they, Rams could, I thought they had one more game against. Oh, you're right. They might have one more. But e- even if both teams end up four and two in the division, then Arizona would have the tiebreaker because they. Why? Actually, would they have the tiebreaker? No, then you have huh. to. Go, then you have to go to the conference wins. Oh, I'd, I'd have to look at that. Yeah, and I haven't looked at any of that. So, uh, look to see who the losses were against. Uh, and, and who were the losses against Arizona? Arizona. Green Bay, mm-hmm. San Francisco, and Tennessee for yeah. the Rams. I, I don't know who. Well, we know it yeah. was the Rams. Oh, it was. You know uh, what? Even even that. I the uh, Green Bay beat Arizona. The Lions beat Arizona. The Rams beat Arizona. I don't know who the fourth loss is. Um, I'd have to look it up. I really don't know. Don't really keep track. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, it's it, listen. It's a little bit too early to get too excited right now. Let let's see where they're at in the last game of the season. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Going to put so, that anointment oil away. Yes, so. yes, yes. We got to get that Bill Parcells bite. I don't know where we can. Find I cannot it. find it. Well, you know, we're going to make it a mission. So uh, <laughs> anyway, go yeah, for it. Yeah. It was a great Feel free game. to contribute something. Yeah, no, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> great game. Uh, hey, what's in uh, what's in our news uh, today? Uh, the, the, the news, the news. Four Rams have made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Kicker Matt Gay, uh, defensive back Jalen Ramsey, wide receiver Cooper Cup, and defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Yeah. Any any snubs? <sighs> Uh, you know, I, I, I was kind of thinking about that. I, I, you know, look, look who's in it from the quarterback side. You got, uh, Rogers, Brady and Kyler Murray. Mm, now I, yeah, I, I, don't... I, I think that, that Stafford's, you know, now is playing. I mean, you put his stats up against Kyler Murray's, I, I, there might be a case for, for Stafford. Um, any snubs, I would like to have seen old man Whitworth, but I get it. Uh, I think he's an alternate. So when you look at some of our alternates, we've got uh, Whitworth. Uh, Brian Allen, our center, is an alternate, mm-hmm. um, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Uh, there was uh, two other guys that uh, became the alternates as well. Um, oh, can't think right now. It anyway. is a little bit late for you. Yeah, it is, but it's okay. It'll come to me. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about the Pro Bowl thing? To me, it's much to do about nothing, but I think, I think that I, I, I mean, I don't, I have not watched a Pro Bowl and I don't know how long. So to me, it doesn't really matter. I think it's more player pride and probably some contract stuff in there too. Oh, Stafford and Floyd. Those are the other two alternates. 
I was the only one I was going to say was actually Floyd, but I, I don't. I think there's other defensive ends having probably more consistent years or yeah. con, a more consistent year because he's he's you know he's kind of picked it up, but he had a lull for about three games or so where there was not a lot going on there. But uh, same thing could be said of Stafford. I mean, he had three horrible games in a row, and they lost all three of them. So. Yeah, the the month of um, November they really like to forget, mm-hmm. but you know what? Uh, December's come, and this is when we need to pick up the the football and uh, mm-hmm. start playing our best game, kind of start peaking now. And I listened mm-hmm. to uh, Coach's uh, press conference after the game. He kind of alluded to that as well, getting everybody peaking at the right time. Uh, think about the job that the defense has done the last uh, two, three games, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, Jacksonville, but against uh, Arizona, yeah, we gave up a ton of yardage. Uh, but we still held them uh, in check and out of the end zone. Uh, and then this last game with uh, against Seattle, uh, wow, what an effort! Uh, and I know you're going to get into the stats, but uh, in a little bit, so I won't get into that right now. But uh, it was a great game, and, and what Cooper Cup uh, sets the uh, single season reception record, right? Breaking mm-hmm. uh, our man Bruce's, Sir Isaac's. Sir Isaac Bruce's one nineteen. That was in nineteen ninety five. That was they were still in L.A. weren't yeah. they? Uh, and like a second year. I think. Yeah. I think that was that was his second year. His second year in the league. I think uh, might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So he was in Anaheim. It was the Anaheim Rams or California Rams, Los Angeles Rams of Anaheim, whatever <clears throat> they were called. Who knows? Yeah. The, in the broadcast, they were talking about how he did that when he was with the Greatest Show on Turf. Not not the case. No. They were in Southern California, and that team was awful. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I, awful. I think TJ Rubley was the quarterback <laughs> for a few games, Dad. Okay. Could have been. <laughs> if you, you, you have to consider, if, look up who TJ Rubley is, and I think they went to him like the last three games of the year out of desperation. He was like a rookie out of Arizona State or something. Oh my those are bad those are bad teams in the midnight i mean really after that 89 season they, they were terrible yeah yeah terrible yeah it was just horrible uh, it wasn't one you'd write home and and give it a lot of praise no that's for sure but, no uh, yeah so yeah that's <laughs> okay. is it, any other news Oh, let's see other news. I guess the COVID uh, situation—if that's still news or not—but I mean, we were very fortunate. I mean, I w- yeah, I, I I don't know what it looks like right now, but we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about this when we recap the Seattle game. But man, this is a pretty desperate situation. <laughs> well, I I you know it seems like uh, according to again listening to some of the press conferences after the game, there was. Multiple game plans uh, created. Didn't know what personnel you're going to have from one day to the next. I mean, think about it. Von Miller uh, finally, uh, you know, he gets off the COVID list right right almost at noon that morning. So you knew that you he got to play. I, I really think we missed ha- Havenstein, Havenstein. We missed him quite a bit, I thought, uh, during the game. We've missed him. Uh, throughout the uh, the last couple, actually, I think, because I think it's kind of messed up with the rotation a little bit that they started working on. But uh, mm. uh, it was, I, you know, at least we're getting they're coming back. Jordan Fuller not uh, not being able to wear the green dot. You know, he, he was missing in action. I think he uh, 
obviously is a, is a true captain and a leader on the team. So, uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, that's about all I could think about of the news <clears throat> is just all this COVID uh, nonsense. So, mm-hmm. well, all right, let's let's get into this game recap sponsored by Tom's Family Restaurant, oh. serving the greater Portland metro area since mm. 1975. That's right, chili cheese omelet. Tom. Oh, it's so good. I had one yesterday. Yeah, I have at least two of those a week. Yeah, my gosh. Well, I can't wait to I, go hit Tom's when I come out there. I'm going to be coming out there soon, I hope. You're, and, uh, you're like a, you're, you're going to be a Tom's aficionado. I know it. I know it. Hopefully you when I come the, out there, we get that Euro again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all my best yeah. to Tom and everybody. So Rams beat Seattle 20 to 10. Yeah. Dub- the- Were you surprised at how low scoring of a game it was? You know, I don't kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of. It was a weird. Yeah, it was a weird game. Yeah, it was a weird game. Let's let's let me get into the stats, then we'll talk about the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Let's our, do our that. Thoughts. All yeah. right. Enlighten <clears throat> me, please. Yes. First down. Seattle thirteen. The Los Angeles Rams twenty. Rushing Seattle. Rushes for 80 yards, 19 attempts, one touchdown. The Rams rush for 123 yards and 29 attempts, no touchdowns. Oh, I don't care. Like that. Passing. Passing. I know. I know. I know you like that number. I know you like that number a lot. Uh, Passing. Seattle passes for 156 yards on 17 of 31. No touchdowns, one interception. The Rams pass for 244 yards on 29 completions. 29, 21 completions on 29 attempts, two touchdowns, one interception. <clears throat> the Rams sack Seattle three times for a loss of 22 yards. Seattle sacked the Rams four times for a loss of 35. Mm. Total yards, Seattle 214, the Rams 332. Mm. Each team with wow. Yeah, each team with one. Each, yeah, that's right. Each team with one turnover, so it's a net zero on there. Penalties. Seattle pe- penalized eight times for sixty-five yards. The Rams four times for thirty-four yards. Ooh. Third down. Th- huh? Third third down conversions. Seattle three of eleven. The Rams six of twelve. Fourth down conversions. Each team attempted one, and got zero time of possession the seattle seahawks held the ball for 24 minutes 54 seconds while the rams held the ball for 35 minutes six seconds nice i think that running game starting to really heat up uh, sony michelle what a stud since he's been in there right we we knew he was a power type of back when he was with new england kind of trading out with their in their rotation not getting the same amount of carries here uh with henderson but uh, when Henderson going going down and Michelle stepping up, really showing, and and I think he's really provided a, a great spark. What a man! It's it's awesome to see him uh, working. Almost another hundred yard game. Think mm-hmm. about it. And he had the mm-hmm. first one in in over a year. 
mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and almost had another one this this week. Mm-hmm. Probably could have if we would have stayed in there a little bit longer, if we would have been a little bit more committed, getting those two mm-hmm. extra runs. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, wow, great. You know, one thing that sounded good to me was that uh, third down conversion percentage. We had 50%, them at about 27%. And I think one of those uh, third down conversions was off a uh, a penalty. So, uh, uh, yeah, you good know, I was, job. I was, good job by the I was, D. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I think the uh, there was a <laughs> a couple uh, critical mistakes by the uh, officiating crew against Seattle. That was uh, that was that uh, in the was it the fourth quarter I think mm-hmm. to keep that Rams drive going. Well, that was that the fourth was, and that, six by Seattle, and they go for it. Well, no, I'm talking about the referees and and two horrible calls that the referees had. Yes, that that whole that holding call uh, on Cooper Cup to keep the drive going, and what was it that it was that non pass interference call? That's what that was. On that, the Seattle running back. Oh, I think in, oh. I think in the fourth quarter, who got there early? Ernest Jones got Ernest there way early, and and he, I mean, he he hit the guy's arms. I don't understand how that wasn't called, but the, uh, those were two. I mean, standout players. Thanks, refs. Well, um, and that was the same crew who got who just got toasted and and raked over the coals uh, Thanksgiving Day in the in the Cowboy game. Same crew. It, it was pi crazy that time. The, uh, the NFL officiating is terrible. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it really is terrible. Yeah, it, you don't know it, what it you're. Is. You don't. You just don't know what you're going to get. You don't. It's but horrible. let me ask a question though. The, the officiating's mm-hmm. horrible. It's horrible for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, would that pass interference uh, on Ernest Jones on that really have? made the score different other than the may the results of the, the of the game be different would the rams have lost or would the rams have won i i know the, I'm, I, I, don't, I think i think that the rams still would have won the game if even if they would have had the pi called you know i i mean the pi call i mean that was probably that was that's probably a guaranteed three points for seattle on that drive Mm-hmm. Uh, with plenty of time because Rams got the ball back and had another drive. And that's the right? drive that we, we, we sealed the victory, made it a two-score game with the field goal. Mm. So if you look at that, I mean, that's a six-point swing then. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that holding that holding call, it was a bad, that was a bad call. Those were two bad calls. But that holding call was huge because the Rams ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you look at if you look at them – it, with a game that was that hard fought, I mean, really, the game was, I, I would say, the in my mind as I'm watching it, the game really felt in, you know, in the balance until about, in, really until that pass interference call that wasn't called on Ernest Jones. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I really felt that the game could go either way at that point in time because both, I mean, you, we talked about it last week. Russell Wilson's just so darn savvy that you, you don't know what he's going to be able to do. Right given any level of time so but but um, all that being said all that being said when you look at the whole body of the game the way the the game felt you know you said it felt weird it felt weird to me 
because the weird was for me, it, it seemed like we should have been up. We controlled so much more in that first half and to only come away with three points was, well, was, you, yeah. I, it, felt, it felt strange. Yeah. I, yeah. I looked at DK Metcalf was a non-factor and he was their only big stud that they had. Right. Uh, I mean, J- Jalen played him nice. I yeah. mean, Jalen played him nice. He had a couple of those tip balls. Right. Uh, you know, that that one, I mean, Metcalf was open. Metcalf beat Jalen. The ball was well, slightly under the throne, and, and Jalen was able to, you know, get his hands on and, that and ball. And it was interesting because, again, press conference, listening to Jalen Ramsey talk about that, he, the first one, he says he just ran a seven route, you know, what they call a seven. Basically, it was just sort of like a little uh, corner route right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and so he he tried to undercut that. So he knew he says I was trying to bait Russell into throwing it, and that's why he kind of undercut it and had to tip it, you know, jump to kind of tip it because that's what he was anticipating. The other one that you're talking about, where it looked like it was a double move, he was explaining the mm-hmm. route, and he says, you know, something like that. He says on that second move, he says I wasn't. Normally, nobody throws the ball on that. He says, but I looked up, and there was Russell through it, so I had to run back. He says, that's why I had was so far, and I had to do that, that run to catch up to it, because he wasn't thinking that Russell would actually make that throw, and that's why I think it makes... I, yeah. <laughs> if you watch that again, I think there was also a, a coverage breakdown behind Ramsey, because the safeties all shifted to the right side of the field. Yeah. Um, and... <laughs> I mean, I looked as like, why, why are you going to shift everyone to that side? Like everyone was shifted to that side. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was, it was a fortunate play. It was big play, but you know, I didn't realize this when what, as I was watching the game, I mean, the Rams had what tw- up, upwards of 29 players on the COVID list yeah. during that week going up to it. So I think in a lot of ways, the game was weird because the Rams didn't have a chance to practice yeah. at all. There, there was no, there was no practice there. Well, again, you um, don't know who's going to be on the field, who isn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it looked like it was going to be a dogfight. I think uh, for the first few of those drives, uh, Penny rushed really well for Seattle. Their defense was playing strong, specifically up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's like, okay, this is this is going to be one of those games. Um, but the Rams just kind of kept plugging away, doing their thing. You know, going back to the statistics. The Rams passed the ball 29 times. They rushed the ball 29 times. Now, I think three of them were Matthew Stafford's, but pretty ba- more balanced than I've ever seen the Rams. And when's the last time you could say that about the Rams and their offensive play selection? Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I mean, crazy. No doubt crazy, about but, it. No doubt about but, it. Uh, One of the things you know, also seemed strange to me was we didn't use OBJ very much. He only got three targets the whole game. Yeah, yeah, I actually have that on my notes for uh, the, a preview of, of of the next game. But I think I think ultimately, Dad, I have it for you. The soundbite you've been waiting for. Oh, the Rams, Metallica, never, never give up, never surrender, never surrender, never give up, never give up, never give up, never surrender. That's right, great man. So I I think that. Uh, y- yeah, I mean the game is on a Tuesday. When's the last time that the, I mean these guys have like you know internal clocks? When's the last right. time that these guys played on a Tuesday? Both teams, yeah, right, yeah. Lack of practice. I mean, not even knowing if I think there was a point in time where the Rams didn't even know they're going to f- be able to like have fifty three players on the sidelines. 
Wow. Think about think about it. Thirty plus players on the COVID list. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean, just um, you know, other other takeaways that I had is I think the defense played a, another nice game. I think you know, giving up just uh, what two hundred fourteen overall yards to a guy like Russell Wilson, keeping him in check to one hundred fifty six yards. Yeah, I know that Tyler Lockett is hurt and he's a big part of what they do, uh, but still, being able to kind of control that having a turnover sacking him three times even i mean pete carroll likes to run the ball uh, it's holding him to 80 field, yards right third down conversion well uh, that's it three of 11 yeah so i i and, and the rams made some nice defensive plays yeah and 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 to your point on the uh going back to uh rashard penny and and the rushing of the seattle we know they like to run the ball that's just in pete carroll's dna but his longest run was only 10 yards. Mm-hmm. So that was it. So uh, mm-hmm. great job getting them out of it. I think it's because we, again, control that time of possession. Kind of were controlling things. That's why it felt weird to me that we didn't have more than three points at halftime. Uh, well, I, I mean, the Stafford interception, that was a drive that took away potential points. The Rams went for it on fourth down when they probably should have kicked a 50-yard field goal. Yeah. So that I mean that's just that's just dumb coaching. Take the points in a close game. <laughs> well, the you know um, the interception was kind of interesting uh, because it looked like uh, to me it, it seemed like Cup was reading the safety a little bit differently than what Stafford because Cup's route he didn't cut in. He went ahead and just kind of went still went straight he just kind of Mm -hmm. went to the corner as opposed to go to the post uh into the middle of the field and i think stafford was thinking he was going to go to the middle that's why that was solely so so poorly thrown so i just think it was that miscommunication between Uh, probably but i mean regard regardless i i I mean it 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 took potential points off the board it did so You know, yeah, it did seem weird. Three points. It's a low-scoring game. It was. It was a hard-fought first half. It was a oh. hard-fought game, all you know, all Div- the way around. Division game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so I got a question for you. Sure. Is is the defense getting? Is the defense getting better? Like, is this a good defense, or is the defense also swinging with how the Rams are now running the ball a little bit more? I'm going to go with the latter. I don't think it's getting I I don't know if it's getting better. I think it's it's there, you know, you they're getting off the field. I mean, they're only on the field for 57 plays as opposed to 70 early in the year. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and that, I remember. And, and that tires you out. Just think about those those games where the other team's playing a whole quarter more, 15 minutes. So I don't think it that they're getting better i just think that they're playing at where they should be playing based upon their personnel they won't be the number one never anticipated them being that but then again we got a little bit different philosophy when it comes to that give them all the short stuff just keep it in front of you don't let them score touchdowns well i i I feel i feel like the rams are not playing as loose outside over the past few weeks either. I think they're getting yeah. 
more pressure up front, but they're oh. also tightening up the coverages. They're loosening the coverages up as the game goes on, yeah. as as yeah. they as they need to. So I think they're making that adjustment. Uh, I think Ernest Jones is kind of finding his footing as middle linebacker. I'm hearing a lot less com- a lot less complaints from you about uh, Troy Reader now. <laughs> I think uh, Greg Gaines has really kind of solidified himself at you know as the starter there, and he's playing really well. Von Miller's kind of getting his legs out. One thing I like about Von Miller against these really mobile quarterbacks, he's so disciplined. Yeah, like his lane discipline is like. It's like he doesn't try to make the sack every single time. He tries to make the right play every single time. And it was a real smart player. Yeah. I, I like that. I mean, he did a, a lot of the same stuff that he did against uh, Kyler Murray last week. He did the same stuff against Russell, just kind of running up the field, making sure to kind of take away that ability for, for Russell to run to his left. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he is a very heady player. And if mm-hmm. Floyd could only pick up that habit, that would be awesome. Floyd's just a suit. I mean, he's uber aggressive. But think about <laughs> Floyd. You know, he had as uh, Chicago. He flashed as a rookie, and that was really about it. You know, we we took the flyer on him. And what were we saying? What he's he's not a sack guy. I mean, come on. But then he has a great season last year, and you know what? He's backed it up this year as well. He's 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 performed. I think one of the things that we were concerned with. You paid him a lot of money. Is he going to perform? But I also think with with Floyd, I don't think anyone ever questioned like his physical tools. I think he's learned how to play with Aaron Donald, yeah, really well, yeah. And we've talked about that too. It's like, hey, if Donald's getting double and triple teamed almost every single play, someone else has to like Donald's not going to make every single play every single time. He's definitely not going to make every single play when he's double and triple teamed every single time. But if he's double teamed, someone ha- someone's one-on-one and you got to win one-on-one. I think Floyd plays really well with him. But also, I mean, last week and then into this week, they're kind of a few of those plays, they're moving Floyd out into some coverage stuff. Right. Showing some of that, showing some of his length, his size, his athleticism out there. I think, I mean, he had a pass breakup. Yeah. He came back on that ball and broke up that pass. It's pretty big. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, that that's great stuff. And, uh, you know, is that due to, again, great gains, you know, or, or the next Usain Bolt just kind of being able to uh, pick up his play, putting pressure? I mean, think about that one, that pass that uh, uh, one of the, forgot who was open on Seattle. But, I mean, gains comes free up the middle and, and really causes that incompletion. Got a nice hurry. I think he even got a hit on the quarterback at that time. So, Ashawn Robinson's contributing much more than he has, particularly the first, you know, call it eight weeks of the year. So you're getting more production out of him. Uh, I'd pay gains. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd pay. I, I'd pay gains, and I, I don't think that Ashawn Robinson will be on this team next year. But that's just me. Uh, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, I. I asked this question because I'm really thinking about it. I think it's kind of a combination. I, I think the way that the offense is playing is definitely helping the defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Because the defense is so thin, but also I, I think they are playing better, right? Like, again, Ernest Jones is playing better. Williams is back. He's playing good. He's actually on one of my, he's one of my top players, not because he made any plays. You didn't hear about him at all. 
Like yeah. Nothing going his way, which means he must have been covering pretty good. <laughs> they didn't even try. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You, you know what I mean? So like, like Williams is playing better the past few weeks where he was off the rocky start was injured. He's kind of getting his footing. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I think it's kind of a combination. Now this defense is not as good as it was last year. There's no doubt about it. And I'm not going to compare that defense last year's defense to this defense. No well, way. Totally new coach. To- totally, to- totally new. And totally there's no new. players. It's not the same personnel. But uh, yeah, I do think that, yeah, I think, I think they're both. I think the Rams' offense is improving immensely, but I think that defense is. They're they're both kind of trending in the right direction at the same time. I, I think good. I think it's all due to a, a more of a commitment on the run game. Myself, oh, I agree with you. That's what we've been saying for forever. So, uh, let's talk about some of those plays that matter the most. Coach Ross, mad plays. Mm-hmm. 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 So mad plays to me. Uh, I'll start off. Uh, there's there's a few. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey's uh, tip press breakups huge. Uh, Dante Dion laying out nice breakup oh, on that one. Big time. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Aaron Donald his presence, especially sniffing out that screen pass that he foiled. I mean, it seemed oh, like he, oh yeah. yeah, oh that was good. <laughs> that was that was that was fantastic. I forgot about that. Uh, I think uh, you know, Sony Michelle's uh, long runs. I mean, coming mm-hmm. off, coming out, uh, and and you know, kind of ripping off some runs early on. You know, nothing too too fancy and splashy, but then picking it up as time goes on. I'll tell you another play. I thought uh, the Van Jefferson. Uh, you know, key third down catch when we were backed up against our own goal line early in the game. That was huge to get us out of a hole because mm-hmm. uh, I think it helped flip the field a little bit on us. So that was huge to me. Um, I think the uh, oh, there was uh, there was an but that's that's uh, oh it, the one that didn't. Matt, uh, didn't get in the stat sheet was the pass to Sony Michelle. It got called back due to a holding call, but I said that was a nice little run. I think it was about a 10, 15 you know, yard it, run. And it could have been down over there in, yeah, in the rest. Interesting. Because yeah. you, you mentioned that the Rams, the Rams tried that, that screen pass a, a few times. I mean, there, one of those times where uh, McVeigh was upset. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the penalty. It was where someone didn't really get on his man and block. But he saw that, and they they kind of went back, and they finally they finally kind of broke one out. Um, but it was it was, it was good. Yeah. It was good. There was a lot of good plays. I think the Cooper Cup Cooper Cup's long touchdown. I think that was big. Um, you know, we talked about Jalen Ramsey and his tip passes. So I think there was there's there were some really solid good plays. Oh, all yeah. the way around, all the way around. So. Who are some of your standout players, Dad? Well, um, gosh, my standout players. Uh, uh, I'm going to leave the the AD and Jalen's off to the side because those those guys truly are standout. They you just took a the master above. class. Boom. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I think, Sony Michelle. Uh, mm. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Tamales. 
uh, Von Miller. I think that he was steady Pizza all Miller night type. long. I think Floyd had a good game as well. Uh, I think uh, overall, I think, boy, the whole defensive unit mm-hmm. was standout to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensive line gave up the four sacks. I, I, I think some of those could have been on Stafford, but you know there was some leakage there. But still being able to run the ball and be in, in, effective without. Bryson Hopkins getting that key third down catch on. Uh, That's his, one play. Stop. He's not a standout. That was his first, first catch in the NFL. So uh, there you go. Nine yards. So, uh, I, what did you think of Ben Skoranek? He was kind of, he's kind of enigma to me because he made some great haircut. catches and then he dropped a couple of balls that kind of were drive killers. Yeah. He he went to Notre Dame. Don't ask me. Okay, fair enough. You're a haircut. That's who I. That's who I have. What about you? I I also have Von Miller. It's a Miller time. Uh, I've got. I think Floyd had a nice game. Uh, like you said, AD and Jalen Cooper Cup had another nice game. Uh, Darius Williams is again. You didn't really hear him. And I think if you're a defensive back, if you're on the field all the time and your name's not called. And you win a game, and you give up just over 200 yards and 10 points. Probably played pretty well. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like Sony Michelle. What Sony Michelle did as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean, offensively to me, it was. A, yeah, I got a question for you offensively. Now that I'm thinking about it. So Daryl Henderson's back. Now that kind of you, so you have Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson. Like what? What do you what do you think about that dynamic between those two? I I, I like the way it's going right now with Michelle mm-hmm. getting a little bit more being the bell cow. Mm-hmm. I I think early in the year, coach could have used Michelle more, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, but he is now. Let's focus on the now. Uh, so I I like the that usage. I think having Daryl come in. And and getting a little bit, uh, you know, getting some reps and and obviously relieving uh, Michelle. But I think that two back rotation can work with these guys mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. we make that mm-hmm. commitment to it. I mean, some of these teams are just running the ball insanely, uh, just dedicating themselves to it, and it, and, and it shows. You know, I know. Not not flashy games, but they're winning games with it. It's. Listen, it's not, it's about winning. Yeah. Okay? It's about winning. Yeah. So, uh, I'm your but that's it. That's about it. It was great. I mean, we beat Seattle twice in, in the same, same year, and was, that's awesome. We did the last time we did that was 2018, and you know what happened then. So, hit it again. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All I know is if if they go to the Super Bowl, and it's a big if, and I don't want to put the cart before the horse, mm. but all I know is mm. I, I promised your grandmother I would take her to the Super Bowl. I know that I'll be home in time to watch the Super Bowl <laughs> at my house. You don't want to so. contribute? <laughs> I can't. No. Why would I? No. No. Speaking speaking of speaking of Super Bowls, I, I forgot to leave out one key aspect of uh, 
what I'm doing on Christmas, Dad. Mm. Christmas Eve. There's a movie coming out. Oh, American Underdog. The Kurt Warner story. I know it. I, I think I might be seeing the first showing at the local cinema. Oh, nice. Now, I'm not going to get too excited about this, but I want you to think about the way, some of the stuff you just said. This the first time, you know, the first time the Rams, last time the Rams swept Seattle, they went to the Super Bowl. Okay. Let's, let's not forget the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl. They made a movie about that cat and it comes out. What year, dad? I'm, I'm sorry. Sh- I didn't hear what you said. You kind of broke sa- up there. What was that? I, I said the last time when the Rams won the Super Bowl, who was the quarterback? Um, I I still didn't uh, hear back and you can't hear me. Yeah, n- not really well. You're kind of going in and out. So, what about now? Now that's better. I said when the Rams won the Super Bowl, who was their quarterback? Oh, Kurt Warner. Came out of nowhere, right? Correct. They're, I'm just saying. I'm just saying they're making a. When does the movie about Kurt Warner come out? What year? Mm, this year. This year. This oh, year. Oh, I see you're connecting those dots. How? Oh. I, 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 you know, <clears throat> it's wishful thinking. I know, but yeah. at the same time, yeah. Why all, not have wishful thinking? Uh, all I know is uh, I told your grandmother if we go. Um, we're getting a hotel room near there. We're going to have a great party. We're going to extend it over from your Saturday party into the Sunday and Mm -hmm. uh, we'll go to the Super Bowl. And she's all excited. My, so my Sunday plans is I'm going to be leaving my hotel about 7 a.m. Goodbye. I'm going to drive to LAX and fly home. Yeah. Good. Okay. Cause that's, that's where I could get my direct flight. Nice. LAX. Nice. So there, there, there you go. All right. All right. So what do we got coming but, oh, up? But uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Yeah. Have you been to a Super Bowl before, Dad? Yes, I have. Which one? I went to the Super Bowl when we played uh, a 1980 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, what happened that game? We were leading at halftime. What happened? Uh, we lost. Did they win? Okay. We lost All right. to the Steelers. Okay. Now, what happened when the Rams beat Tennessee? What, what did I make you do the last five minutes of the game? Uh, stand, I, you've told this story before. Stand outside in the rain, and you try to peek in the curtains. We closed the curtains so you couldn't watch. Yeah. What happened that game? We won. Okay. What happened the year that the Rams lost to the Patriots in 2001? Oh, that was horrible. You watched how many minutes of that game? I watched it all. Okay. Lost. Now, the Rams against the Patriots a couple years ago. Did you watch that entire game too? Dad? Oh, Dad. Not, I, I didn't hear what you said, but I'm assure, assuming you're making references to me. Watching the Rams in the Super Bowl means they're losing. I'm just saying. I understand what you're saying. Okay. I the one Super Bowl the one Super Bowl win that the Rams have, I made you leave the room when it mattered the most. Yeah. That was the mad play. That's that's the Rams all time mad play is me making you wait outside. 
All right, let's go on to this next upcoming game because you know we still have three more big ones to play. All right, and game preview. Next- Game preview brought to you by American Underdog, the Kurt Warner story in theaters <laughs> December 24th. Go see it. All right. Go see it. All right. So the Rams go to Minnesota. Let me let me pull up some of these uh, stats for you. All right. Give me a second here. Because when I was looking at it. Uh, well, right now, on, what are they? Minnesota 7-7. Seven and seven. Just on the uh-huh. outside of the playoff bubble. Are they on the outside? Are they? Yeah. They're the number seven seed. Yeah, because it's the Rams. Uh, no, they're taking seven teams in the playoffs. Right, but we have the Rams, 49ers. Is Minnesota and the Vikings? Oh, that's right. The Vikings are the seventh team. They're they're the last. They're the was, last playoff I team. It was right another now. seven and seven team. No, it's them. No, that's right. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, 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 uh. all right. So, I mean, some some key critical stats here. Uh, the Rams are scoring 27.6 points a game. Minnesota's scoring 25.8. So the Rams in the top five. Minnesota's ranked 12th. Points per game, uh, the Rams are giving up 21.6. The Vikings are giving up 24.4. Ranked 11th and 23rd, respectfully. Takeaways, take the Rams are plus five. Minnesota's plus seven. Mm. Interesting. Pass yards a game, uh, the Rams are at 281, Minnesota's at uh, 252. Ooh, rush yards. Rams 99, Minnesota 123. And then uh, defensive pass yards allowed. The Rams are allowing 238, Minnesota 252. That can't be right. It is right. Okay, defense. Rams are allowing 99 yards per game on the ground. Minnesota How much? Buck tw- 99. No, opponent's it, yards per completion are 9.7, the Rams. No, defensive Minnesota rush yards per game. Two Rush yards, I have 3.9 for the Rams. The defense is only... Overall rush yards. I don't care about per carry. I'm saying 99 yards a game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Minnesota gives up 128. I, well, you're breaking up on your phone. I can't hear what you're saying. Maybe if you didn't have an iPhone or an Android phone and you went with an iPhone... Maybe it's your phone. Maybe it's not my phone. Oh. Well, it's not mine either, but go ahead. Keep going. Okay. Just just I'm just I'm just saying. So statistically, I, I think if you look at the big broad stats, uh to me what's gonna give or is Minnesota gonna be able to rush for hundred plus yards and do what they do offensively? Or the is the Rams defense gonna hold them under? Uh are the Rams gonna continue running the ball and uh get a hundred plus yards in the ground or not i mean because minnesota ranks geez i mean defensively they they in those two categories 29th and 27th in the nfl yeah i mean bottom bottom third in, in yards allowed that's not that's not good uh but you know it's all about giving up points but you look at the points they're ranked 23rd well, I, I, th- I i there's also something special with this game dad I I must say this. Do you know where we got the name from of this podcast? From Jared Goff. No. 
Not from Jared Goff. From my old personal trainer. He's the one that came up with Turn Your Head and Goff. And he is a big Vikings fan. Well, we've got some piece of shit. Oh. Oh. Yes. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. So where did we get our name for our podcast from? I thought it was Turn Your Head and Golf. It is Turn Your Head and Golf, but we got it from our old, my old personal trainer. Oh, and He's the one that came up with Turn Your Head and Golf. And, and your point is? He's a big Minnesota Vikings fan. Oh, so this is going to be a big game. This is this is a this is a very important game. Yeah, it is. This is this is bragging rights. Yeah. Here, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Well, and just from a matchup history standpoint, recent mm-hmm. matchup, uh, you know, since 2012, we've played one, two, three, four, five times. Uh, we're only one. Oh, no, f- wow! One and four against them. We've lost. We won last uh, last meeting, which was in 2018. Mm-hmm. We beat them 38 to 31. But prior to that, we had lost four four straight. Uh, I remember the Vikings growing up, um, you know, from the 60s and 70s. And, and I, you know, the the purple people eaters, you know, with that uh, defensive front that they had, uh, Fran Tarkington and, and whatnot. But, boy, it was a struggle to beat that team. We went through, uh, you know, five, six years in a row, well, I can remember, if, in, in the six, if, late 60s, early 70s. If world. you look at the, all, the all-time the all series, is twenty uh, Minnesota leads 27, 27 wins on 17 losses and two ties. I know it. So I, I think his, what we're saying is, historically, Minnesota's a tough matchup for the Rams. Extremely. Okay. So, tough. Yeah. Tough. It's, it's going to be a, they're going to have to be laser focused in order to pull uh, They got to continue. Out. I mean, they can't, they can't stop this focus. So, uh, uh, yeah. Um, stats aside, I, I, I think another reason that this game is ex- incredibly interesting. Remember the Rams just played on Tuesday. Oh, and we talked about this in the beginning of the season, that this was the first of back-to-back East trips that the Rams have to make. Cause Vikings, then Baltimore. Yeah. So you're looking at this, a very short week for the Rams. Very short week. With all those players coming off of COVID, when are you going to have time to practice? And I think that was an issue with the Seattle game because some of their timings were off. Some of, some of that stuff was off, specifically offensively. They were just off. Yeah, but the big thing is they've at least got it under their belt and have had that practice so close. So. Um, maybe knocking off some of that rust. I, I think it's going to be tough just from a standpoint. It's going to be a physical game. Uh, they got some good linebackers. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, they got uh, Zimmer, who's that defensive coach and what he likes to do. Uh, so I think defensively, but Stafford's played against Minnesota, right? From his Detroit mm-hmm. days, he's played mm-hmm. against that front. I think he can recognize 
better than most quarterbacks what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think so mm-hmm. he's going to me is the key player in able to mm-hmm. recognize and getting mm-hmm. the, the right protection set and so on. I think he'll have a good understanding of it. Minnesota plays mm-hmm. a, a lot of close, tight games. Uh, don't forget, they, they went up big on uh, on Pittsburgh, shut them out the first half, I think the first three quarters, uh, but almost lost that game because Pittsburgh made a valiant comeback. So they are susceptible. Um, you know, I I think this. Minnesota... If you're a Minnesota fan, you're probably this team probably is just maddening for you because they just seem to play so inconsistently. So going into that, let's talk about our keys to victory, Dad. Mm. Keys to victory. Uh, mm-hmm. Win the third down conversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Always. Uh, that just goes Win the turnover saying. battle. Run the ball again, control the clock again, right? They, these are the things that we're finding out the past three weeks. Those work. I like think we've been saying. I they think work. Uh, I, I think it's it's limiting the explosive plays uh, from either Jefferson or Cook. I think it's going to be. You don't want them both to go off. If one guy gets his his passes or one guy gets his rushes, that's I guess you have to live with, but. But you can't let them both go off on interesting you. That, interesting that you bring this up because one of my let's let's talk about this a little bit because I have a, one of my things stop Cook and stop stop Jefferson, but I also have don't let Cousins get hot mm. because he's such a streaky quarterback. Yeah. So having said that, if who would you rather stop if you can only stop Cook or Jefferson? Who do you stop? I'm going to stop Cook more than I would Jefferson. I think uh, eventually they're throwing the ball. I think the the mm-hmm. defensive front will eventually get to Cousins. I'm going to stop. I, I'm going to stop the run first uh, and make them be one dimensional. Don't forget they've only got Cook. I mean. Not Cook. Mm-hmm. They've only got Jefferson as the main one. Thielen's, I think, hurt or out uh, for whatever reason. Uh, but that's that's so, that's to so, me. I'm stopping so, the running game of theirs. Well, I I think I agree with you too because they can do so much more off uh, off of running the ball, right? Yeah. So much more off of running the ball. Any any team can do so much more off of running the ball. But I think you're right. I would I would stop Cook. The reason I I bring that up is like. Because Cousins is so streaky. He's insanely streaky. And if he's getting hot, do you stop Jefferson? Because he, probably the only like legitimate threat, uh, you know, receiving threat outside of Cook that they have. So if you stop him, Cousins doesn't get hot. I mean, then, 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 you're, then you're saying that Cook is going to be rushing for like 150 yards and have two, three touchdowns. Right, which probably doesn't is probably not going to happen. Well, yeah. Plus, if you're doing, if you're allowing him to get loose, that means your defense is on the field. We don't get enough. Mm-hmm. They're going to wear mm-hmm. out. We're not going to get enough touches on the offensive side. I think, uh, and, and and I think that's a good point about Cousins because I think he's right now he's twenty nine touchdowns, only six ints, pretty comparable. He, he, so he's he's yeah, and he's so he's so freaking streaky. 
So he's having a so streaky. A good year. <clears throat> I I yeah. So um another key for me is again the Rams have, have th- they've they obviously listen to the show as smart people should. They finally listen to what we said. They're figuring out that hey, if we run the ball and we dedicate ourselves to running the ball, things kind of work out for us here. Mm. Things become a lot easier. Let's continue that. Let's not this is not the time to get cute. This is time the time to get smart and perfect a style. Mm. Okay? Continue running the ball. I mean, the Rams the game against Seattle, not all those runs were big massive runs, right? There's the one big massive run that they had. But there's a lot of runs that no yards, one yard, negative two yards, but they kept doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the important thing. You kept doing it. And next thing you know, you're rushing for over 100, 100 yards in a game and you win again. Um, you mentioned something earlier about OBJ. I have this on my list and you brought this up way earlier on in the year. They have to get at least one other person involved enough in the passing game outside of Cooper Cup. They're, I think they're, again, they're also starting to become a little bit too one-dimensional. Cup, 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 cup. Yeah, and I don't think it should be Skoranek or Jefferson at this point. No, this is OBJ. It has to be OBJ. I can make an argument for Jefferson, but I'd make an argument for Jefferson or Higby. Yeah. Oh, that's who else is missing, right? Higby's COVID yeah. list. He hasn't played in the past two two games. Wow. But but yeah, they they because if you're gonna become you know, don't don't start doing the running game and then also just become one dimensional. Now I get it, Higby's not there, so that kind of messes some stuff up. Sure. But if you have Cup and OBJ going, and there's also someone else, whether that's Jefferson or Higby, really involved in the passing game, the Rams become a really hard team to match up with. Yeah. If they're running the ball and their defense is going, so again, let's let's think about this. Spread the ball around. You got other playmakers. Don't make it easy for Mike Zimmerman or Mike Zimmer. Yeah, it's almost reminiscent of early in the year when I was complaining about Bobby Trees not getting enough targets. Uh-huh. It's exactly what this is. Yeah, so it's it's like we've fallen back. So just think of OBJ as Bobby Trees. And I, I, I think he needs to be more involved. Now, it could have been Seattle was taking him away, uh, thinking the same thing. Maybe it was just the, the cer- certain routes. Maybe it's that cover, too, that they were playing. Uh, so... Hopefully, I just, uh, hopefully they'll I, they'll look at the film and 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 kind of make that self correction now. I, but I also think too there there's there's a high level of comfort between Stafford and Cup, specifically if teams are going to be running a lot of zone. Yeah, I think he trusts he obviously trusts Cup more than anyone else in the team to to find the same spot in the zone that he wants to go to and kind of do that. Yeah, I, and I think that's why you see a lot more of Cup. What I'm saying is. Teams will scheme around that, and let's get these players sharp. Let's make the playoff push. We got to start playing like as if it is the playoffs every single week. Yeah. Well, I think defense will have to set that tone. I agree. I agree. I agree. And then the other thing is, I, I have 
Let's continue to make adjustments. They seem to be making smart adjustments defensively and also offensively. Let's not go back into our <laughs> old habits, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. You know, let's let's continue with what's working but continue to adjust off of what works. Yeah. Adjust what doesn't work into something that does. Don't keep trying to hammer that down. So, what what's your what's your outlook, dad? What do you think the Rams are going to do? Well, I had them down as this was one of my wins. I'm going to stick with that. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be a close game on the road. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm hoping for a 27-24 victory. Listen, the Rams have to beat the Vikings. Yeah. Because Jared Goff beat the Vikings this year. Okay. <laughs> you can't let Jared Goff beat a team that you can't beat if you're the Rams. Fair enough. I think that's I think that's fair. Totally fair. So I think the Rams win. Uh I don't th- here's what I think this game's gonna be. I think this game is gonna be it could go one of two ways. One, the Rams kind of jump ahead and then Minnesota comes back. Or Minnesota's up and the Rams come back. Rams aren't a good. Uh, uh, they don't. They don't play well from behind. Yeah, listen, every blind squirrel finds a nut, Dad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. This is. This is just. Again, I think the Rams win in either scenario. I think. I think the Rams. Again, either the Rams jump out to a nice, sizable lead and Minnesota okay. figures out how to cut it into it, but the Rams still win. Or Minnesota has a sizable lead, but the Rams figure out how to stop them and then also score at points yeah um so how are you how are you going to give it to him i'm going to go normal because we don't have we don't have the metallica one yet metallica doesn't have a ramit song i'm sure we can find one they don't dad we established last week they left los angeles because they weren't able to gain traction because it was the hair metal scene they went to san francisco well, I don't where want, it was more I don't of a want thrash like a, heavy metal scene. I don't want to do okay. like a, a poison style or something. But they but you assume listen, Ryan Seacrest has guy has has the Jonas brothers on it. Okay? Seacrest. Uh, just Metallica's not showing up just, to Seacrest. Okay, just go the normal. Normal ram it. Jared go. Right. Yeah, we'll go they, got the, they got they got the normal. They got the normal. They got the normal. Okay. They got the normal. All right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, with that uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, go Rams. Go Rams, Dad. That's right. Ram it, baby. And happy holidays. Tamales. Indeed. Happy holidays. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. Check us out at TurnYourHeadAndGoff.com, Facebook, Twitter, like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell all of your Rams fans about us because I do believe we have the most superior Rams podcast on the internet. Fact. Not fiction. That's right. Never give up. Never surrender. All right. Ram it, baby. <laughs>